Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So West Ham returned to our rightful place at the top of the Premier League. I mean, I'm joking, of course, but wow, look, I mean, I'm not joking about where we are. We are back top of the league. What what a result for us again. Uh, Luton Town 1, West Ham 2. I mean, I'm buzzing. I, I like every West Ham fan. I'm absolutely buzzing. I'm, I'm so pleased with the start we've made. Unheard of, really, for us, isn't it, to start a season so well, right on the front foot, points on the board, you know, team playing well, new signings are gelling well. It's it's just been a really positive start to the season. And and let's be honest, I don't think many of us would have thought this this, you know, about a month ago when, you know, in the summer transfer window, we were really struggling to get deals done. We were having everything rejected. We just seemed to be scattergunning and there was talks of unrest behind the scenes. It just seemed a really dark season we were coming into. And um, you know, and but a fair play to West Ham and everyone involved, the players, the manager, the backroom staff. It's been excellent. Um, really, really positive start. And and to be honest with you, it's really strange because, you know, you go into these matches, especially at Luton away, very tough places to go. Let's be honest, not easy, especially considering it's their first Premier League game at home on Sky. You, it, it's the hallmarks of um, a West Ham slip. You could just sense it. Like, you know, you, well, I'm talking about usually we would. But I've got to be honest, I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but I went into that game very confident. I, I really did feel that we could get the job done. And they didn't let us down, did they? They were they were absolutely brilliant. Really, really good. And we could talk about the game in a little bit more detail. But, I, I you know, I, I want to just say, like, I am really thrilled. It's such a lovely way to start the weekend. And the fact is now we've got football to look forward to, to watch. And, you know, the pressure's off. We can just enjoy it. And we've got the international break, which is... Dare I say, it probably come kind of a bad time for us in a way because we're playing so well. But then also you kind of feel like, well, we get time now to keep working on the training ground, get ready for good because obviously we've got some tough games coming up. But yeah, I mean, I'm really, really chuffed, as you can probably tell. And uh, yeah, what a way to start the weekend. Um, so let's talk about the uh, the main points for the match. Um, I mean, I'm sure most of you have seen it or at least watched the highlights anyway. But let's just go through it. Um, I've got to say... I, one thing that's really, really impressed me with the Luton um, performance and the way that we we dealt with it was our setup and how we played. Because when I was watching the game, uh, sorry, the interviews before it, David Moyes straight away stated that well, we're going to have to play this game very differently to how we've played other matches. And immediately I started to worry, actually. I thought, oh, God, what does this mean? Like, Are we going to have to try and play this possession-based football that we've shown before last season but didn't really suit us? And I actually could see it being a problem for us. Um, but that was the part of the match that 
I enjoyed the most actually watching West Ham play a completely different style to how we played against Brighton, against Chelsea. And we were really good. We looked, you know, we held the ball fantastically well um, and, and just looked comfortable, especially in the second half. First half, probably not so much, but the second half, definitely. Um, but I, I like the fact we've got this way that we can adapt and, and, and play quite well in terms of who we're playing up against. Because I, I, when I was actually talking about um, thinking about doing the uh, you know, preview of the match and talking about it, I actually felt that Luton would really come at us and be very, very dominant. And we'd and I thought that would suit us. But uh, um, actually, it was more the other way around. I thought they sat back a little bit and they were trying to play, play a bit more counter. But, you know, I'm not saying Luton played badly because they didn't. But it, I, I'm just really impressed the way West Ham adapted to that. And, and the players did so well. Really well, and, and a completely different system, but looked good. So that was that was my main um, uh, big positive for me uh, that result and that performance, and and that shows in the stats. So the stats showed that the actual overall percentage of possession was sixty one percent, sixty one percent for West Ham. Big considering the fact that we've been in sort of the twenties and thirties in the last two games because of our counter attack football. So then have to switch to being a more possession based uh, team in a certain game and deal with it and play really well was so great to see. Um, so it was a difficult game in terms of the, the occasion, uh, and rightly so, and like it should be. You know, you go to look at these, these grounds, they're tough, they're small, they're compact. That pitch was tight. The fans are pretty much on the pitch. It was a really, you know, it felt like a cup game, didn't it? Like, I was watching it feeling like it's like watching an FA Cup game. We're going we're gonna to really struggle. And I, and I don't know if you saw uh, the build-up. Um, you might have even noticed it for the commentary, people that watched it on TV. It was very, um, you could sense they really wanted to see Luton win that game. My word. I get it. I do get it because of the romance of it, their first Premier League game, you know, they've just opened the ground. It was all kind of, you could sense that they were hoping that that would be the case. But um, no, West Ham certainly sport that party. And um, thank God we did. We're going to get back to the video really shortly. But I just want to let you know, this video is actually sponsored by NordVPN. Now, NordVPN are a private network that allow you as a fan to watch games from the comfort of your own home. You basically can change the region that you're in. It also allows you to watch films, TV shows, things like that. Now, the other big thing is it's also on travel costs. So... Being West Ham, where you're in Europe again, and also you might want to go on holiday, but you can also save some money on your flights and your hotels, things like that. It's really worth it. And look, for the monthly subscription, okay, it's less than a pint or a coffee a month. Now, if you go to the link below and using nordvpn.com slash West Ham way, you get four months free, completely free. And also after that, you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So just click on the link, go on it, give it a try, see what you think. Anyway, back to the video. Um, but the, the atmosphere there was interesting to say the least i mean i know people that went and spoke to me about it and said that it was it was uh they were quite up for it quite noisy luton um but they were giving us some stick i mean they gave jared bowen a lot of stick um they gave zuma continually booing zuma um they were quite aggressive um really i i found it i, I was quite surprised and as i say that gave it that sort of cup feel the atmosphere about it um but yeah we we, we dealt with that really really well and again that that is a sign of a really professional side, isn't it? Like a side that can handle these difficult moments, these difficult occasions, and just manage it so well. And you do get, I mean, maybe I'm just getting a little bit ahead of myself here. I don't want to do that because I'd, someone said a really good quote to me um, the other day and saying, you know, when you're doing well, when you're up, don't get too cocky. And when you're doing bad, when you're down the struggling, you don't have to get too depressed and too down. You would try and keep keep a bit of, you know, um, try and keep it a bit of mid-ground mid where you are. So, I'm not saying not getting carried away, but you look at what we've achieved uh, recently in terms of our cup success uh, in Europe, and just it, it just it gives the feeling like we're just handling things a little bit better. 
uh, like we've got a bit more confidence about we way we play, a bit more professionalism. And I, I, I could just sense that against Luton. Like we never really looked in danger. We never really looked worried and we were struggling to deal with it. And you can, as I said, all these factors, you're dealing with a, a tight ground, with an atmosphere that everyone wanted, apart from West Ham, of course, they're looking to win, to get their first points on the board and make that romantic story of opening their ground for Premier League football and win. So, and we just dealt with it really, really well. Um, so talking points to the actual match, though, um, we, we first half, I, f- I felt that we probably struggled a little bit to get into control in the game as much as I wanted us to. I don't think we're ever really in danger. Really, I think Luton are really lacking any quality, especially uh, in the final third. My word, they they just didn't really have anything that looked too dangerous. But but still, that to be credit to them, they had good energy. They were trying, but I felt that we 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 were we actually were probably playing a little bit more counter. I thought in the first half we were, and we were probably just lacking for some reason that little bit of cutting edge that we've seen in the last couple of games where we were just so lethal, especially against Brighton. We just looked unbelievable on the counter. So. In my mind, I think we should have been further ahead than we were at half time. Um, Edson Alvarez had a good chance um, in the first half, and there's a good blocked shot. Apart from that, we didn't really threaten too much. We were, I mean, I think um, Ben Rama had a couple of uh, opportunities, but ultimately we probably just struggled to carve out any really, really um, sort of decent opportunity right until the later part of the half. Uh, so, on 38 minutes, that's when we had our first goal. Uh, Jared Bowen with a header, and my word, what a ball from Lucas Paqueta. I mean, he's our, you know, the puppet master, isn't he? He just, he controls the game. He, he really is a vital player. He's so lethal. His passing is just exquisite. Although I would say he hit a couple of over, he overhit a few uh, yesterday. He wasn't quite, in terms of power, he just seemed to be doing a little bit too much. But I can't take anything away from him, though. He was absolutely excellent. Really, really good performance again from him. And yeah, and, and he obviously set up the bowing goal. So he's whipped in this beautiful cross in the edge of the box with his left boot, just curled it in. And it, it, I mean, it was pinpoint to Bowen's header, uh, to head. Uh, and he's just um, headed it low into the corner. The goalkeeper should have done a lot better, though. I mean, really should have been saving it. I mean, he's got, got a bit of power in it. That's what's happened. The goalkeeper's tried to parry it. But he's parried it into the net. But um, I think Gary Neville made a good point regarding Luton, saying that if they're going to have a chance of survival, they've got to save these things. They've got to have their keeper at it. And I've got, be, I've got to be honest, looking at that performance overall, I think Luton are going to really struggle this season. They just lack quality. That's the problem. They don't look like a Premier League side. Um, and yeah, so I mean, cause it did feel like we didn't really break out much of a sweat, really, but we were one nil up at half time. And say so Jared Bowen and silence those fans, which was great because they were giving him so much stick. Um, so it was it was good to see him do that. So we're in at half time. Um, and the second half, this is where I think West Ham really showed our Premier League experience, our quality around the pitch, you know, the quality we've got in our team. And we just bossed that game second half. We were just absolutely in control, never looked fright. I mean, you consider as well, like I've just said, the 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 magnitude of the game for Luton. The fact they were 1-0 down, it's the second half. I was, you know, expecting them to really come at us. And West Ham just dealt with it. Like we really dealt with it well. We were holding the ball beautifully. And I just didn't I didn't really feel nervous. You know what I mean? I, I mean you always do a little bit, especially only being one up. You think, oh God, don't don't blow this because if we go one up, if we go to one all, then we're going to really you know struggle. You imagine because the the crowd will just you know be in electric uh, form and they will they will want them to go over the line. But no, I, ultimately though, I did feel that we were going to win that game. Uh, and 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 this is even at one nil. After I just thought I can't really see us losing this or or not even drawing it. I just felt that we were going to win. Um, we did have a goal though that were, was ruled out for offside. Emerson. Um, 
really strange one actually i, I couldn't I, I need to watch it back i haven't really watched it back properly but i couldn't quite understand how they made that decision because when they were showing the angles of how they've made this decision one it was really quick i didn't see any lines as well which confused me you know usually the var they're going oh the var are doing a check and they just they just showed a quick angle which didn't really show anything it was a really odd, odd angle so the goal yeah it was just it, it didn't show for me any evidence and they just went oh yeah that's it look it proves offside and that was it very strange, very, very odd uh, decision and frustrating, really, because that was a really good point in the half where, one, we were very dominant and deserved a goal. But I think it would have just probably put them out of sight very easily. Then I think they would have down tools a little bit. And had, dare I say, it, I think we probably would have gone on to win by a greater margin. But no, it was ruled out, um, possibly a little bit unfairly, but whatever, it's fine. And, and we, we carried on. Again, we never again looked in too much danger. And then um, it was five minutes before the end until a, a normal time that we got our second that we deserved and it just gave that cushion that we needed. I'm not, as I say, I'm not saying I wasn't really particularly worried at that point. I didn't think we need, but it was just, you know, when you get that second goal, it just, it just makes you breathe, doesn't it? A little bit easier. You think, all oh, right, great. You can start thinking about the, the, the looking at the table. I've always got a weird rule. I don't know about anyone else. I'd like to let you, you know, share your thoughts on this, but I, I'm very superstitious when it comes to football. I can't help it. It just annoys me. I'm not a superstitious guy, but when it comes to West Ham, I always am. And so if certain, certain things work, if we do well, then I was, t- t- you know, continue to do that. And I've always found, I don't know if anyone else does this. If I look at the league table during a game that we're winning, it always feels like I'm looking at it too early. I don't want to look at the table because it's almost like I'm jinxing it. Like I'll go, look, we're top and we've got 10 points and all that. I don't want to do that. So I'm reluctant to do it. But once that second goal went in, I admit that I looked at the table. I thought, well, where does it look? Thought, oh, that's great. Um, but you know, uh, but my my um, worries did sort of seem to come to fruition actually because Luton actually did pull one back. Uh, it was Anderson um, that scored, and it was in I think ninety second minutes. So it was like two minutes left after that of um, added on time, I believe. And um, it it did set up a little bit of a nervy ending. You know, it's, it's typical. We just oh, one it'd be nice to keep a clean sheet because we haven't done that yet this season. But two, it was it just sets up that nervous ending, doesn't it? But again. West Ham, I mean, look at the way we performed. Just no nerves, just handled it, dealt with the situation really well and saw the game out and came away 2-1 winners. And let's be honest, I think that score flattered Luton. I think we were we were really good there. That indicates a bit of a tight game, doesn't it, 2-1? But it wasn't. West Ham were very dominant. Very, very good performance. And, and as you can tell, I mean, I'm thrilled. I'm really, really chuffed. And um, what a start to the season. What a start to this Premier League season. So, Played four, one, three, drawn one, 10 points. I think we're plus six on goals, possibly. I can't think I've got that right. Um, I'm thrilled. I'm absolutely delighted. And lovely it was on a Friday night because it gives you that weekend now just to go, let's sit back and watch some football and enjoy it. So I'm really, really pleased. A couple of other points I want to mention is the midfield. I mean, these signings are looking very good, aren't they? I mean, West Ham United, fair play in... I criticised the club over the summer in regards to the handling of the Declan Rice situation. Not the sale, but the replacement. I found it really frustrating that we didn't seem to have an identified a proper replacement. We seemed to be dilly-dallying. We were going in, then we pulled out the Wall, Wall Price deal, then we're going for him, then we're going for Polina. That, and I was getting very concerned that we just weren't going to get this right. But no, we have. I mean, you can see that West Ham have bought really well here, invested that money from the Rice sale impeccably very impressed. And I think the football world are recognising that the West Ham have dealt with this well, because that midfield was excellent, really excellent. The, the, the balance of Paqueta, uh, Ward-Prowse um, is great. And, and and Alvarez, wow, 
What a player. I mean, obviously he's identified as the Rice replacement, but he's a brilliant footballer. Brilliant. He, he does he does the basics. He does what you want. He's assured on the ball. He put in a very good tackle. And that was in the second half. At one point he came in and, and slid in and just comfortably took, won the ball. And yeah, I, I, I'm looking at him thinking, what a signing. Really, really good. And of course, we've got Kudas that made an appearance. Uh, I think he came on with about five minutes of added um, normal time left. So didn't really get to see too much of him. But you know, I, I can understand it. You know, we didn't want to throw him on, risk it for now. Why not? We keep him on the bench and we'll keep him fresh and then we can get going. Because let's be honest, we've got some big games coming up after the international break. So very, very pleased, very pleased with the balance of this team at the moment. We look a better team. I, I, I know I said it recently regarding Rice. And that's no disrespect to Declan Rice at the end of the day. He's a world-class player. We know that. But as a team, we look stronger. We look better, better balance and Less ego, it feels. You know, you look around that pitch, you don't see a lot of ego out there. You feel you see a team, and I really like it. Really, really exciting. And I've got to say to Kurt Zuma as well for captaincy. I mean, he's coming kind of a little bit under the radar a little bit, isn't he? He sort of took the captaincy at the beginning of the season. It was all a bit, oh, is he going to be permanent? Not sure. Maybe this is just a temporary thing, but I hope it's not. I really hope it's not. I, I, I did have my worries, actually, because I was thinking of the whole cat situation, how the backlash is going to be on that. But I, I don't really care now. I'm sort of thinking, you know, do you know what? He is proving to be a very good captain. I think the players seem to really like him. The fans love him. And what a performance again from him. We'll come to the man match in a minute. But what a performance. You know, he looks, he is such a good player. So underrated is in terms of, you know, what the league's best defenders. He is up there. He is an exceptionally talented defender. And I'm chuffed with him and delighted for him to be captain because I think he, he suits it well. He really does. I mean, I'm not saying that he's the permanent captain because I don't know it for certain, but I imagine he will be. It makes sense. I mean, considering our start, it'd be weird now when it's changed captain when we've, you know, the start we've made. So, yeah, man of the match then. Let's do it. Man of the match. So I obviously do the top three. I'm going to start with my third place. This was hard again. I mean, this has been tough this season. Um, in terms of man of match, because the players are just performing so well. There's so many good performers out there. I was struggling, but I'm going to go number three, uh, Edson Alvarez for me. Uh, I mean, I, by the way, I'd like your uh, top three. So please just at, throw them in and I'll, um, I will comment and I'll look at them because I, I do like to see how we're doing. And I'm keeping a table of all these, by the way. So uh, we'll keep, uh, we'll, we'll maybe do a review the next game. I will see um, where uh, players are sitting at the moment in terms of, and this will run through to our player of the year at the end. But yeah, number three for me, Edson Alvarez. I mean, I've just talked about him. What a player. Really settling him well. He looks like he's been here for years, doesn't he? Like, he, he doesn't look like a player that's adapting to the league and striking. He seems to know where his teammates are. He, he's happy to get stuck in. Level-headed. I'm, I'm really pleased with him. Really exactly what we need as a player. And yeah, absolutely chuffed with him. So yeah, he got he got third spot to me. He got the bronze medal. Um, silver for me, number two, was Lucas Paqueta. Uh, again, I mean so instrumental in everything we do, such a, a talented player. I, just, I mean, he does things, doesn't he, with a football that you, you you can only just stand back and go, wow, like, he reminds me of Di Canio, it, that, those moments when you just he just does things. And, what, I mean, I love his through balls and his vision and stuff, but there was one point as well when he, he, he the ball was going off the pitch, he was going off for a throw-in and he sort of got the ball, he, he stopped it from going off. And it's, he, he somehow passed it, literally, like, 180 around him. I don't even know how he did it. He'll just turn and bang. And he just done one big spin and pass it directly to one of our players. I just I don't know how he did it. I remember watching it thinking that was exceptionally good. And he does these things all the time. And it's hard to keep up with how many good things he does. But yeah, and obviously, you know, unbelievable for the Boeing goal. So yeah, he got um runner up for me. Very, very close. I mean, I I'm honestly gonna say it could have been there could have been so many players in this top three. It's ridiculous. But number one for me, uh Kurt Zuma. Uh, he was 
outstanding for me. What a what a performance from him again. I mean, as I say, captain, but leader. I mean, he got the goal as well, just to cap it off. And again, like Bowen, stuck it to the Luton fans, which I really love seeing because they were booing him the old game. And great to see him do that. And yeah, good header, great ball from Ward Prowse, who again, he was excellent. Bowen was excellent. There were so many good performances today. Emerson, again, very good. But yeah, um, Zuma for me, one man in the match. He was just so good. So, so assured. I mean, He's one of those players now that I actually like fearful of his injuries because he does. You know, with Zuma, he will probably miss about a third of the season, really, because of his injury. He does have issues with his knees and his and whatnot. So I'm always fearful that at some point we will lose him for a period. But to be fair, he's a good, he's a fast recoverer. But he is instrumental to our team. In fact, that's probably that's the only doubt. Actually, I've just realised that in terms of the captaincy, it's the only downside, isn't it, with Zuma giving him the captaincy, but knowing he's probably going to break down at some stage because it's just that's how he is. Unfortunately, he's just one of those players. He will have injuries. We can't get around it. Um, but so far, so good. Yeah, for me, number one, Zuma. He was excellent. But again, please let me know your top three. I'd like to have those, those debates because it's interesting and it's bloody hard. I mean, when when you're doing so well, how do you pick? It's very difficult. But yeah, for me, Zuma. Um, Brilliant start to the season. Brilliant start to the season. Um, what can I say? Look, we've started the weekend perfectly. Let's all just sit back and enjoy the rest of it. And uh, yeah, let's hopefully we stay top of that league for as long as we can. Sports Social Podcast Network.